Hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. Make sure you follow me on all social media at Rob was there. I'm here with my co-hosts, Kevin and Jordan. Yeah, what's up? This is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Sean Kevo and also follow my music page at ViceCity underscore Kevo. Yeah, and this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy 11. You can also follow the sports pages on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. And we're back to talk about another uh, week in college football. Uh, first game we're going to talk about is Michigan and Wisconsin. Uh, me personally, I feel like Jim Harbaugh's time is coming to an end, especially if they lose to Ohio State this year. But um, how y'all feel about Michigan being exposed as what they are, have always been? <laughs> um, this is no surprise at all. Michigan has always been historically overrated especially since khaki pants has been there. I don't I've yet to see him do anything that has been worth that high ranking except beat Florida in bowl games, which hasn't really meant anything because they're bowl games that haven't been, haven't even been BCS bowl games. Like, I don't, I don't get what's the point. Like, um, always gives it's them just been the same story every year with them. So, I'm, yeah. I'm, it's not a surprise at all. I'm just the only kind of surprise is that it happened in week three, and then instead of like week seven, week eight, when it usually happens. But I I fully see them getting exposed by Ohio State again, and khaki pants finally getting that boot this year. So, Kevin, you were Mister Michigan will make the playoffs. How do you feel? <laughs> Um, I definitely was Mr. Michigan was going to make the playoffs. I thought they were going to um, break the mold this year. I thought they was going to get over the hump. Um, Jim Harbaugh kind of have like the Mike McCarthy thing going on right now. It's like he won in his way, but he's not adjusting to the new time. He's not adjusting to the new league and is not allowing Michigan to actually um go to their best potential, like, fulfill their best potential, because, um, they have talent, but it's up to the coaching talent, it's up to the coaching staff to bring that talent out, because these are college kids, these are NFL athletes, you gotta bring the talent out, you gotta make them perform to the best of their ability, coaching goes a long way, and Jim Harbaugh has failed to do that so far, and I did think they would make it to the Final Four, they still have a shot to make it to the Final Four, if they go undefeated from the rest of the season from this point and beat Ohio State win the Big Ten Championship with one loss to a Wisconsin team that's now ranked number eight they would definitely make the um, playoff push do I feel that their season is over with the way they performed against Wisconsin it's not giving me good good a good feeling that they will beat Penn State let alone Ohio State but I'm gonna ride the ship and just give it just give it a chance. I mean, I don't have nothing to lose, really. Jim Harbaugh got more to lose than me. If they don't win the Big Ten or, or beat Ohio State, he's gone. You know, I can still talk about sports. So Jim Harbaugh, mm-hmm. he he got more to prove than I do. So mm-hmm. I'm going to just ride the ship and um, see if they can run the table. And if they finish with one loss, they still can make it to the uh, Final Four. I mean, I guess. But... I don't 
Uh, uh, the only way I could see them making the final four with that one loss would be them <clears throat> playing, I mean, beating Ohio State convincingly, Michigan State staying ranked, Notre Dame not losing any more games. They will. In State would, um, would have to be ranked pretty high. I mean, they have the schedule with one loss, but I don't see them only having one loss. The thing. Also, I mean, it's not I looking. That's not looking good. But well, I have to ride the ship. <laughs> they would also need. Um, they would also need Wisconsin to win out and play them in the Big Twelve. I mean, in the Big Ten championship. So, well, unnecessarily, Wisconsin doesn't have to necessarily win out because Wisconsin also plays in the same league as them. So. If they are beating up on each other, I wouldn't expect Wisconsin to make it because they would have to end up playing Penn State, Ohio State. Penn State ranked number twelve mm-hmm. right now, so is it between so they switch? They switch between sides between Wisconsin, here, right? Ohio. I mean, between Wisconsin, Iowa, and Nebraska, those being the most likely to win that side of the division. I'm okay, saying so like Wisconsin. Have Wisconsin, yeah, would would be their best shot. Especially since they play Iowa, they would get the chance to beat them. It wouldn't like beating them twice wouldn't really do anything. But they do also play Penn State and Ohio State. So if they say they lose to Wisconsin, I mean, yeah, we already we already Ohio, said that. If, Wisconsin, if they and Ohio State, out, they have the, the schedule. Wisconsin and Ohio State playing them up. So that would show a lot. That would show a lot too. Penn State and Ohio State. Wisconsin and Ohio State. Oh. But as we speak yeah. right now, Wisconsin is struggling with Northwestern going into the fourth. I don't know. One week I mean, a team look like one week a team look like they can win it all, then the next week a team look like they have no busy business being ranked. I mean, well, so, nobody really said Wisconsin was great. We just they do that this every year. That trash. That. They, they literally do do this every year. Wisconsin does this every single year. Come right. out, look pretty good early. Get to like Ohio State. or it, They went all the way to the Big Ten Championship one year and still lost in the Big Ten Championship. But, they did that a couple years, actually. Wisconsin mm-hmm. is just... They, I, th- I guess they know their opponents in their league and they be competitive in that. But when they start facing teams outside that realm, it, it humbles them. Yeah. But Michigan, I don't know, Jim Harbaugh got a lot of stuff to prove right now. I mean, why I did not, I, I mean, I'm not surprised that they lost to Wisconsin, but to lose 35-14 in the way they did, they showed no fight. They showed no, no, they wanted to win. Like, they didn't have a whole playoff spot waiting for them if they continue to just handle their business. They didn't look like a team that wanted to be a champion. And Jim Harbaugh could develop players anymore. Any, any, uh, ever. Anymore? Ever. All he do is write his mouth at media days. Other than Colin Kaepernick, what, what players of merit do you have? I mean, but he did, he did have him, he did have he did have a nice resume at Stanford. He was producing a lot of talent at Stanford. He yeah, was um, holding, 
I mean, I well, mean, someone had to bring. Guys. But was he the quarterback he coach? Or was, like, I'm just. I'm not saying he he didn't develop him, but I'm saying like to make the only reason I say Kaepernick is because he made that decision to start Kaepernick instead of Alex Smith. Like with Andrew Luck, he didn't really do anything. But I'm saying, like, back then, I said, like I said, he's like Mike McCarthy, former coach for the Packers. He, Mike McCarthy had a, a way of doing things. And during that time of that, of his reign with the Packers, it worked. It worked for them at that time. But he didn't adjust to the new game. He didn't adjust to how the game is played now. He didn't, he didn't adjust to the offense. He didn't want to get out his ways because what he used to, usually did won him a Super Bowl and got him, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers and whatnot. And I feel like Jim Harbaugh is in the same mindset that he feels like he won bowl games at different colleges. He won big games at different colleges. He went to the highest level and took a team to the Super Bowl being who he is. So I don't feel like Jim Harbaugh wants to change his ways and adapt to the new league and adapt to the the new way you should run an offense and and the new type of quarterback you should have and stuff like that. I think he's relying on what his old formula and it's old you would not be Ohio State let alone Penn State with this same regurgitated formula okay alright um but another game we gotta talk about is Georgia and Notre Dame shoot that was an ugly game yeah I don't really I don't really both feel teams like trying this. to leave, lose Right, this was one of those who doesn't want to win this game type of game. And I feel like Notre Dame did what they always do. They gave away one of those games that they're supposed to win, and now they're going to have to play the rest of the season in catch-up mode, especially since they don't have a bowl game. I mean, like a, a conference championship game. game. Yeah, like, now they're, they're in a really tough battle. They have to beat Michigan. Like, they have to beat USC. Like these are in those like they have to beat Virginia tonight. That wasn't a big game at the beginning of the season, but now it is a very big game for them. Nobody was expecting like this next month for them is gonna be very important for them. Like once October ends, we will find out who Notre Dame is and if they are really built that way or not. Because well. The fact that Notre Dame lost to Georgia has ended their season because Notre Dame has proven time and time again. Once, it doesn't matter if they're undefeated or they have a one loss and get into the playoffs. If they get into the playoffs, they will get exposed and they will not play to the highest ability of them because they're not that good. Notre Dame has always proven this time and time again. And Georgia, time and time again, always had these type of games where they basically is not showing up. They're giving the other team ample amount of opportunities to win the game. And that's basically what they was doing against Notre Dame. And Notre Dame was winning. And Georgia was still giving them opportunity after opportunity. But Notre Dame was just was just worse than Georgia to the point where they couldn't get the W. And it kind of messed up Notre Dame season. I don't care if they run the table. If they run the table this at the for the rest of the season, I do not feel like the com- uh, committee will put them in the Final Four because somebody else's resume will look better, even with a, a loss, because Notre Dame has shown that they're not a top-four team when you put them in that playoff bracket. 
I so will if say this. LSU, huh? Hmm? So I, I was I saying, like, if a Georgia, a Florida, or LSU, one of those teams finished with a one loss and they comparing them to a Notre Dame, they would get that notch over a Notre Dame, even if Notre Dame beat Michigan, beat USC, you know, run the table because Notre Dame is not probably going to be competitive against a Clemson or Alabama. And I think the fans and the committee is tired of boosting them up just for them to get ran through when they get in there and not even put up a fight and kind of like slapping the committee in the face with them not even we've given them shot after shot you know right I was just about to say this opens the door for my LSU pick yeah it's gonna be I feel like it's gonna be one of these three SEC teams depending on if Notre Dame finishes um uh with one loss finish with one loss and um, don't get in the playoffs. Do you think they'll finally get into a conference? They don't have no choice. I don't think they would because they don't want to give up their NBC right. Will they give up their NBC right to join the conference? Probably, because I was thinking the ACC. That would be the probably the best fit. They already play out of ACC teams anyway. Yeah, but I don't, I mean, I don't think they would want to be the ACC. Well, because then they have the Big Ten Network. So they would have the only two options. But see, the NBC, NBC is just them. That is, that's just them. Yeah, that's their time. Every home game when they're playing, that's their shine. That's their channel. I don't think they want to give up the little, the, their little prestigious Notre Dame um, Catholic type vibe. Like if you join a conference, you kind of like selling out to everything, and you don't have to, you don't have all of that anymore. Now, if you want to win and be competitive and if you take a loss or still afford to be good, you would have to join a conference because every time you lose and you're not part of a conference and you don't have a conference championship, you're going to continue to get the back end because you don't have that extra game to prove yourself, nor are you playing anybody at the end of the season that's really good to show that you worth this one, two, three, or four spot in the playoffs. But yeah. <clears throat> If Notre Dame joins the ACC, does anybody see them being competitive in the ACC? Yeah, they'll be a top three team every year in the ACC because the ACC is mud. Like, the ACC is not that good. Like, you have Clemson and then Mm -hmm. whoever else want to be a top 20 team. Nobody cares cares about anybody outside the top 10 anyway. So, you know, you have a couple of ACC teams in – number 15, number 18, number 24. Like, nobody cares about those teams. So, I mean, they definitely would be playing Clemson every other year for the ACC title. But I still don't feel like that would be enough because Notre Dame still won't be playing nobody. It's the same thing, just with the conference championship. Okay. And they probably will still be losing to Clemson. It's been, uh, they already play all these games anyway. I'm just saying it would make it uh, – it would – they would have to. They would probably have to beat Clemson every year for the ACC championship, like he said. And that's not gonna happen, because if Notre Dame joined the ACC and they and Brian Kelly started using that as a recruiting tool, people would still rather go to Clemson than Notre Dame. Exactly. Because it's a "What have you done for me lately?" type thing, and it's a "Where am I gonna go and get the most recognition at?" And Clemson or Notre Dame. My name, my. If you go to Clemson, your name is gonna resonate. You go to Notre Dame, Notre Dame, that name is going to resonate, not you. It's a big difference. From this, um, from one SEC team to 
two more. We got Texas A&M and Auburn. I feel like, again, this was two teams that didn't really want to win. And I feel like Texas A&M is finally getting exposed as the team who wasn't deserving of that ranking that they had. Like, being number 12 at the beginning of the season, that that was a fluke. They didn't deserve that. And I think Texas A&M is finally showing that. But, uh, what do you guys think? Um, Texas A&M and Auburn. That's the game we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't really care for any one of these teams, but I feel like um, A&M quarterback is very inconsistent. That's what I keep saying. Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond, yeah. They got they they got the uh talent. They they're a talented team. They just um not consistent. Not disciplined, that's Um, the word they used to say all the time in high school. Right. If if it wasn't for Johnny Menzel a few years ago. We wouldn't be talking about Texas A&M because we wasn't talking about Texas A&M before Johnny. And the only reason we're talking about them now is because Johnny made them somewhat relevant, that they somewhat get somewhat good players to somewhat stay relevant. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it is. Well, all, we have, all we're doing is... Huh? It's a lot of somewhat. It's a lot of somewhat. It's like, this is the only reason why they still relevant relevant and thank you Johnny Menzel for making these this team relevant because they're not gonna win anything they prove this every year you know they get a little bit of ranking they're gonna finish the season with probably eight nine wins but I don't I don't feel why Texas A&M is a team that constantly has to be talked about because they're in no way near a championship contender nowhere near a top five team let alone top ten team and they prove that time and time again. Do they have talent? Yes. But they definitely don't have the best talent in the in the SEC. And I don't think they have the coach at all to bring out the best in them. Jimbo Fisher is a good coach in the ACC because everybody wants to go to Florida State. If you can if you can prove that you can win a few games, you can at, at Florida State, you will have that program at the top because because of the tradition of Florida State. And the ACC, like we just was saying, is not that strong. So you can, once you get some talent at Florida State, you can run through the ACC and probably only have like a Clemson, occasionally a Miami in your way. But in the SEC, you can't come over to the SEC and do that. You can't dominate the league by getting more talent because you have a league with Georgia, Alabama, Auburn, Florida, LSU. You can't do that. And it shows that Jim Ball Fisher is getting exposed as not being a great coach. Auburn is struggling, but they somehow continue to pull out these wins. I'm never going to support the War Eagles, <laughs> but they're pulling out these wins. But it's not going to last long because when they end up playing Alabama, the LSUs, the Floridas, right, they're going to tail off a little bit. Um, this game was what I expected. Auburn won. But I don't, I don't see much from neither team later on as the season progresses. Yeah, I feel like this was just two not terrible teams, but two teams were playing below expectations, and one team just keeps getting away with it. And it's gonna bite them eventually, but we'll talk about that later when it happens. 
So I won't be labeled. I mean, I just don't see much from neither one of these teams. I feel like what both teams are doing is what I expect from both teams. Texas A and them to be okay. Auburn to look good at the beginning of the season just to tell off when the tip when the competition gets stiffer. You know, that's it. Auburn really Auburn has to be the most luckiest team in college football every year. Like Definitely. every win seems like it's a miracle for them. Exactly. Like they fought so hard. Like they make winning look so hard. And I don't understand. So, it's like, mm. um, we also have we have defeating yeah. Tennessee thirty-four to three. Kevin, you guys are finally blowing somebody out. How's that feel? For one, Tennessee is is trash, um, and. I hope Tennessee fans learn that when you cry, when you cry your way from not having a good coach and wanting to stand up for what you think is right and don't really know what you're standing up for, this is what happens to you. Um, but Florida is looking pretty well. We lost, um, we lost our starting quarterback, but um, Trask has came in and performed pretty well. He did throw two interceptions against Tennessee, which was a trash, which wasn't. Huh? You say trash? Trash. 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 Yeah. Trash. It's yeah. T R A S K. Yeah, I knew that. Trash. But I, I was just asking if you said he was trash. Nah, he's very. <laughs> um, nah, he looks. He looks very solid. I'm watching him. Watching him play. He's. He has the size of a QB. He has the arm, and he doesn't seem shy in the moment. I mean, he does press the issue a little bit, which which led to the two interceptions. But other than that, he's very efficient on the field. And um, he's doing a very good job playing his role. But um, the test will be really be seen when we play LSU and Georgia. And I believe Auburn in the next few weeks, that's yeah. the jury's out on him. I will yeah, see yeah. how he does, how he performed in. Like I said, at the said? beginning of the week, I mean, like I said, at the beginning of the season, take out that South Carolina game. But these next, next, uh, just like Michigan, y'all's October's on prove who y'all are. Um, y'all got Auburn, Florida. I mean, y'all have Auburn, LSU, um, South Carolina, then a bye, then Georgia. So, yeah. I mean, if we can if we can survive that with one or two losses, I feel like we're in a good spot. Um, I mean, y'all do one or two business next week. After that, I don't care what y'all do. Huh? I said I need y'all to handle business next week. After that, I don't care what y'all do. Next week is South Carolina, right? No, next week is Auburn. Then y'all play LSU, which I think y'all will lose, but we'll talk about that eventually. Um, I don't think we're losing to LSU because LSU just allowed Vanderbilt to put up thirty-three points on them. Hey man, so I, I'm trying to steal no my way. They allowed. I mean, you brought LSU up, so it, it led me to led me to say that they let Vanderbilt, out of all people, put up thirty three points on them. They had to score sixty six points to beat Vanderbilt, bro. That that's not impressive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not, that's not impressive at all. all right. When you have to when you have to outscore Vanderbilt to beat them, then something ain't going right. You know, something's not going right. <laughs> well, 
Kevin wanted to steal my thunder. Let's go ahead and transition to that game. Um, but I, I do want to say one thing. Vanderbilt, sixty-six to thirty-eight. I'm trying to shortchange my boys. Anchor down. Are we? Uh, I was just looking at the schedule. We do play LSU at LSU. Yeah. Well, I say I at, think at nighttime. They confirmed okay, the time. Um, huh? They confirmed the time. Uh, no, we're not playing a late game because USC Notre Dame has the late game. We're probably playing around four o'clock. Never mind. But it's gonna be at LSU, so if we. Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure. I don't know. That one's up in the air. I got a couple of weeks to decide that. But we play Auburn at home. We're beating them. So once once I seen that, I, I don't think Auburn has a chance to beat us at home. But the, um, back to the LSU Vanderbilt game, what you were saying? Oh, I said that they did um, that Vanderbilt scored thirty-eight. But um, <clears throat> yeah, nobody was talking about the fact that LSU gave up thirty-eight points to Vanderbilt. That their defense has not looked good this whole season. So I I still have them. I'm not gonna say I still have them going to the playoffs because I don't. But I still pick them, so I'm hesitant to say that they're not a playoff team. But Joe Burrow is putting up empty calorie numbers against sorry teams, and it, it's kind of it's gonna hurt them because they're they're gonna think, oh, we finally got our quarterback. Now we now we can beat them. But no, y'all don't have a defense. You have to put it all together. <laughs> one thing and neglect the other thing to beat us like you have to put the whole piece together and that's why I'm kind of going down on my playoff um, prediction for them but I don't know if they can beat I still haven't beaten Florida just because it's at home but I don't see them I don't know about beating Auburn and Alabama back to back weeks and then you're going to have, they always seem to struggle with Arkansas. So that's a, a tough game. I don't think that Texas A&M game will be as tough. But the good part <laughs> about it is, like, most of their tough games are at home. But they can still yeah, lose that like Mississippi State game on the road. They're not invincible. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not really... I'm going to slow down on my LSU is going to the playoff pick, but I don't know. They are number four in the country. They are somebody. They've been number two before. They've been number four before. They've been number one before. Nobody's worried about LSU. You're not telling me. They were number two. They were the first ever number two team. And look how that ended. I just Leonard feel Fortnite like everybody was to win the and look how that ended. So everybody that. is falling in love with the fact that they're scoring points. LSU is not known to have an office where they're just scoring a whole bunch of points and lighting it up like that. So, you know, even the headline for the LSU Vanderbilt game was Burrow um, throws six touchdowns in the L- for an LSU record in a route of Vandy. And it's like, did y'all really put a route on Vandy when y'all had to score 66 on the team that y'all should have really beat probably 66 to 7 
this team scored 38 points on y'all. Defense that's supposed to be top in the world, and y'all had to really have an offensive match with them to beat them. And I, I don't see I don't see that as a good sign when it comes to them playing against the Auburn or Alabama, especially Alabama or even a Georgia as well. Even how they how they played against Notre Dame didn't allow thirty points for Notre Dame. Notre Dame only scored seventeen points. So I don't think LSU and I I don't think LSU is gonna light up the scoreboard against these other teams that they will start to play. And I don't think Burrow is no Tua or no Herbert from Oregon or no Trevor Lawrence that he's going to just, or no, or even to go back to like a Deshaun Watson. I don't think he's one of these quarterbacks that's going to keep, that's going to throw 400 yards, 300 yards against a top notch defense. I don't know why. I think the committee loves LSU. They, they, they want LSU to be good so bad that they're trying to do everything they can to give them the the position to get into this playoffs because I think they're dying for an Alabama-LSU matchup. And LSU is going to eventually let everybody down because they're going to show that their defense at this point is going to be the opposite of what they usually been going through. Their defense is going to not come through for them when their offense is actually pretty good this year. But it's, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't see LSU keeping this momentum up. Yo, if you're liking what you're hearing on Not Another Sports Podcast, make sure you follow us on all social media. Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter is N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Make sure you continue to stay up tuned and update with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. Now back to our show. Welcome back. Um, the first game we got from this week is Michigan bouncing back against Rutgers. They're up 52 to nothing at uh, about halfway through the fourth quarter. Um, I mean, this doesn't really prove anything. It's like, it's, it's Rutgers. <laughs> so, I mean, what what was said about Michigan earlier still stands. So, no cap. It doesn't really prove anything. Um, how y'all feel about this? It doesn't change my mind at all about Michigan. October hasn't started yet. They got one last uh, giveaway game. I mean, I expect them to go beat Rutgers. This is nothing that's showing me anything. This is not a bounce back win. This is not something they can improve on. They should be Rutgers. Wisconsin, you never know, but they should be Rutgers. And, um,. I'm going to ride the shit with them, like I said earlier. Like They have to win this game. In order for them to continue to win and try to make it to the fourth uh, spot in the playoffs, they have to win this game. At this point, Harbaugh so, coaching for his job. Bro. If, he lose any other, exactly. if he lose any game up to Ohio State, pretty much, that game is kind of null and void. Like, you're probably going to get fired at the end of the year anyway. So. Depend, yeah, depending on who it is. If he lose a close one, to, I mean, the Penn State, then Maybe. I don't know. They probably let him finish the season. No, but if you go out there and lose, if you go out there and wet the bed against Wisconsin, and then you turn around and lose the Rutgers, 
Oh, get him out of here. What Jordan call him? Khaki? <laughs> Khaki uh, yeah, he. I hope he got state foreign because he really needs some insurance. <laughs> he don't have no job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Got to get him out of there. Michigan wasn't even the team that I said needed a big October. That was Notre Dame. But, I mean, the same goes for Michigan. They play Iowa next week. Then they play Penn State on the 19th. And then they play Notre Dame on the 26th. So, just like Notre Dame needs a big October, so does Michigan. And they play. They get those three. Out. Those three wins. Those three wins would definitely get them back in the top five, top ten. Um, maybe, but they would still need Michigan State to stay hot, and they would need Indiana to stay hot. They they need help, dude. Those three wins won't be enough. I, I'm. I don't believe that Indiana is going to stay relevant long enough, and Michigan State probably will, but. You know, I feel like all it, I feel like those three wins will help them because nobody's nobody's schedule is tough until the end, until October, until the end of the season. So you know, depending on when somebody's season, when someone's schedule gets tough, Michigan can probably wave the water, wave the water a little bit. Michigan was at eleven, and they dropped to fourteen. I mean, to twenty. To twenty, yeah. yeah. That's but right now, but right now. But see, look, right now, Iowa is, 40, is up 41-3 on Middle Tennessee. They're ranked 14. Wisconsin is up on Northwestern. They're not struggling anymore. They're up 24-9, and they're, and they're eight. So, and you say they play Iowa, they play Penn State, and who else did you say they play? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. So, Iowa, Iowa and Penn State. Iowa, Penn State is sitting at 12. Iowa is 14. So within these weeks, Iowa will be around 13, 12 ish. Penn State will be borderline 10, 11. And then they play Notre Dame, who's sitting around the top 10 as well. If they, and all of these are back to back weeks, and they're going to go off of what the team was ranked at the time they played them. So you were looking at, you would look at three straight wins of top 10, top 15 opponents. Wait, wait, wait. wait. And they're 20. Time out, time out, time out. They will not go off of what the team was ranked when they played them because we played Florida State when they Florida were number State three. When they were we number did three. not get no type of respect for that. So I don't want to hear that. I, they they pick and choose when they want to do that. Trust and believe they do that. At, they do that. They do that with certain teams. They Alabama. I don't think Alabama's gonna get that that leverage when it comes to that. But when it comes to certain teams, they they really do play that role when they be like. Oh well, such and such was at this point, at this moment mm. in time, was this ranked and this fight and this, you know, at th- playing at this level. They they do that all the time. You know they do. So you're gonna tell me they're gonna have that same energy this year when they say Clemson played Texas A&M, who was 12. That's what you're telling me. Well, I don't. Oh. Well, when it comes to Clemson and Alabama, I don't feel like they would have any debate on if they're two of the four teams in the playoffs. So. I understand that, but the, our argument was when they said that, they were saying we don't play anybody, but we said well, we played Florida State who was number three, and they were saying, well, they weren't that good because they didn't have a quarterback, they got exposed, yada, yada, yada. So, my question is, are they going to say that again this year with Texas A&M and Clemson? Because it seems like the same thing is happening. That like Texas A&M is not that good. They're getting exposed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I but I always said Texas A&M wasn't that good, and I don't think nobody had Texas A&M as no contender this year. And I'm not saying I feel Alabama don't play anybody same way for Clemson, but I'm saying when it gets to uh when it gets to that third and fourth spot of the playoffs of the uh, playoff teams, you gotta pick pick hairs on which team you will want or which team you would like to see in the playoffs, it would get to that point where they're looking at the schedule and they would look at the teams that they played and what rank they was during that time and how high of a level that team that they were playing was playing at that time. When it gets to the third and fourth seed, that stuff matters. I don't think it matters when it comes to the first and the second seed. Because you because you're trying to you're trying to find two teams to finish the last two spots, but you probably have a total of five, six teams that could possibly get that third, fourth spot. So now you have to pick hairs through the through the schedule and the rankings and what team they played so far, so on, you know, during that time. Because what happens if Michigan do run off these next three wins against these teams and uh Florida run a run they run through October or LSU run through October. Now you've got these teams probably sitting at the same at the same record when the um election comes around. Now you gotta see who they played, what their ranking was, and how they played. You feel me? Okay. I mean I guess the, the next game we got Oklahoma and Texas Tech. Oklahoma is currently blowing Texas Tech out forty eight to sixteen. Um, I feel like it's hard to judge um, a Big 12 team because it's a running joke that nobody plays defense in the Big 12. Nobody. But, I mean, we you know what Oklahoma's offense is. You know they're going to put up points. You know they're going to they, – like they've done this for the past, what, three years now? Going on three years now? So, I mean, this don't really surprise anybody. Texas Tech lost their head coach to the uh, NFL. So, I mean – Yeah. My My only hope is that Jalen, like, he has a great season, but not too great, because I still want him to go to Pro Day, because I'm trying to make that trip mobile. But, um, yeah, he currently has 415 yards and three touchdowns, so I think he's definitely securing that Heisman. Um, Between him and Tua at this point. I don't think I don't think Tua's gonna win it. Uh, Jalen at the moment is putting anybody and it up right now. I you know maybe he's improving his in that. Yeah, I mean he has. They're gonna get enough interceptions. You know, Texas Tech or Southern Mississippi. That's what they're gonna do. Texas Tech or Southern Mississippi, that's what they're going to look at. Even though both teams are, are are not good, they're going to look at, oh, Texas Tech is a much bigger school than Southern Mississippi and stuff like that. And then they just have a they have a tendency to go for Oklahoma quarterbacks and Oklahoma players. But. And um, Jalen, mm-hmm. I think Jalen, but Tech, to me, Jalen Hurts has just been, has been playing the best football out of anybody. I know it's probably going to go down to him and Tua and probably Herbert from Oregon but uh, Jalen Hurts is playing the best Texas Tech doesn't have a defense Oklahoma doesn't have a defense and Oklahoma is probably going to continue to roll over the Big 12 until they play somebody with some type of you know 
level of defense, and I don't think they have that on their Texas. schedule. Texas. Yeah, okay. It's probably be the biggest game. Texas is probably the only team that they will probably struggle with, and if they get past Texas, then they they securing a spot to one of those three and four spots in the playoffs. So yeah, they play. They just got to continue to do what they got to do. They play Texas in two weeks and West Virginia in three weeks. After that, their season is over. Or West Virginia is nobody. They're gonna run through West Virginia. So if they if they beat Texas, they will solidify that third spot. So now that fourth spot will be up to grabs. So next week we'll determine who's gonna be behind Clemson and Alabama. We have now we got a good one. We got a good one out of the SEC early game. Um, thirty-one and uh, Texas A&M is currently up thirty-one twenty-seven with little under four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, um, literally just kicked the field goal that made it. It was twenty-eight to twenty-seven. Arkansas was coming back, but yeah, they're doing their best to hold them up. It's not been easy. I mean, and tech, uh, I mean, Arkansas and Texas A&M, they, they always play a pretty good game. Right. Um, it's always playing neutral side in Dallas. Right. It's always, Arkansas uh, plays a lot of teams in the SEC West very tough. They used to play us really well, like back when they had Felix Jones and Derek Nisada, like in the same back Ryan Mallet. They won the West that right. year. Right. They, like, they were running through everybody. It wasn't just us, but... I'm saying, like, they always used to play everybody competitive. They don't play us as competitive. Like, recently, like, when Saban first got there, they did. Now it's, it's kind of a blowout. But with everybody else, like, they, they're a pretty good team. And it's always those close losses that we got to mention. Especially when they were under Brett Dillon. Mm-hmm. Neither team is that worthy of a high of much much dialogue. I mean, I said what I had to say about Texas <laughs> A&M. Um, they should win this game, but yet they're still finding a way to almost give it up. And it's three minutes left, and Arkansas has the ball, so I might turn back around. And Arkansas might have won the game, and I'm looking at Texas A&M even more side eyed than I already do. So you know. You know, it's so funny <laughs> how you pick and choose your, your argument. Just, I remember just two days ago, Arkansas was a formidable opponent for Arkansas. But now, now Arkansas don't deserve much dialogue. That's funny. When did, <laughs> I said they was a... Um, refresh my mind. We were talking, they was... weren't on the podcast, but we were talking about Auburn's schedule. And you said they have Arkansas, they have us. But I'm comparing, I'm comparing, I'm also comparing the team that they're playing. You just spoke about Auburn. Yeah, Auburn is not that good as well. But I'm saying, so when, like, when you put two well, not good teams against each other, you got to pick your poison. You got to pick which one is the least serious. So why don't they deserve dialogue with Texas A&M, who also kind of sorry? Because Texas A&M should beat Arkansas. They but should be Arkansas. They are beating Arkansas. Not handily. Huh? I mean, they're beating Arkansas. They're beating just Arkansas, Arkansas on the level of which we expect them to be Arkansas. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wait with it, but I preference this yeah. game yeah. by saying they always play a good one. It's always a good one. It always come down to the last point. Yeah, but it's I definitely I, coming I, down I, to the last possession. It is coming to the last possession, but I didn't I didn't say Arkansas was super trash. I just said neither team deserved much dialogue. I mean, what what's much to talk about with Arkansas? And we said what we had to say about Texas A and M. It's not much dialogue to talk about with these two teams. None of these two teams are relevant when it comes to big boy competition at the end of the year. Um, we got a um, who Arkansas? Well, no, y'all don't play. They don't play y'all this year. I was thinking I was about, about to say, bro. Arkansas I was about Auburn Florida. and Arkansas. Arkansas and Auburn Florida. But I mean, we got a good one coming up at three. What are you talking about? <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Got it. Go ahead, Brandon. Brandon. What happened? Oh, go ahead. Good. Good. We have a big one at 3.30. Um, Notre Dame and Virginia. Um, I think this is really going to show where Notre Dame, Matt, how, if they're going to bounce back from that loss last week. And Virginia seems to be playing good right now. They're undefeated. So, I mean, what y'all think about this? Um, I feel like this was a game that Notre Dame didn't need at the beginning of the season that now they need. And I feel like now they're in scramble mode because they weren't expecting to have to play this game serious. They were expecting to be coasting off of their Georgia win this week. So this is a trap for them. This this might this might be tough. And the only reason I was I would pick Notre Dame if I was to pick this game is because Virginia's gonna win their their side of the conference with whether they win this game or not. Like they have Duke in North Carolina to defend off. Like Miami's not gonna gonna do anything this year. So, um, <clears throat> I mean, it's it's really a game that Virginia doesn't need, and Notre Dame they need everything. So, for that reason, I would say it would. Like, I would pick Notre Dame, but uh, I mean, they could also like feel like their season is already over, and then they come out and win the bed. Anything can happen. I got Notre Dame being Virginia, but I also have them on upset alert. Uh, Virginia is coming in ranked number 18. They, But they also were struggling against Old Dominion last year. Virginia was actually on upset alert last week and struggled for the majority of that game. And was lucky enough to pull off that win against Old Dominion. Old Dominion, because Old Dominion actually, the Virginia team last year. And it was going to turn around and do the same thing to the other Virginia college, which was crazy. But they came around and won the game. But this game is at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's coming off a loss against Georgia. They need this win. They must win. So I'm going to have to go with them. But Virginia could sneak up and get this W, depending on which Virginia shows up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ain't really. I, I mean, I feel like it's a must win for um, Notre Dame because, like, they were at this point to get in, they would have to win out. 
It's, oh, yeah, they definitely. I don't really see. They lose this game. Well, they needed more so for the resume than the um, the, the winning out factor. Like, well, man, they, they can't, can't afford to lose any game, really. Well, yeah, but they I'm saying, them. like, they like this would boost their resume more than losing would hurt. No, I guess not. No, I guess it's I don't think even. So. Yeah, I'm even. saying like they mm-hmm. need because if they lose, they need as many big wins as possible, and they. Like, they're going to be Virginia fans at the end of the season. Like, they're going to hope that everything that they beat had to put on their best effort after they beat them. That's the point that they're at. Because they need their resume to be as strong as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the next game we got... Um, Oklahoma State and Kansas State, I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, Kansas State did beat Mississippi State last week. They did go in the uh, three thirty. They play at seven. No, we play at three thirty. Are we just gonna skip I'm, over? Us? I was gonna, I was gonna do ours last. Ah. I yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, Kansas State could. Uh, could go on the road and win, but at the same time, Oklahoma State is, um, they look pretty good last week. So, how y'all feel about this game? I'm gonna um, go with Oklahoma State. They're at home, offense too powerful. Yeah, I think the Big 12 needs as many undefeated teams, like, well, not undefeated teams because they play each other, but they need as many teams to stay in with as many losses. I mean, like, have as few losses as possible. So I feel like Kansas State is going to try to do their best for the conference to win this game. But, I mean, neither one of these teams are very good. So it's not going to be one <laughs> well, of them. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, On a Oklahoma national scale. Go ahead. Oklahoma State lost by six to Texas last week. So they's formidable. They offense can run with anybody. Uh, but the Big 12 just simply have no type of defense on any team, which is their downfall. Like Oklahoma State or Kansas State probably about to be a shootout. So whoever yeah. gets, whoever has the ball last is probably going to win. Right. Hmm? I mean, but yeah, I still don't see either one of these teams being that good Like at the end of the season. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nice. I mean, um, but I'm saying, like, playing good football. Usually, once your season is over, you stop playing good football. Right. That's why I'm, I'm saying, like, the better teams, even after their, their season is kind of over, they're still trying to put out a good effort. Like, because they're trying to get to. Because only teams that's trying to get to the playoffs and the New Year's, New Year's Six game or, like, the bigger bowl games actually be playing their best football. Like, Teams that's just trying to go to a regular bowl game, or though they're not going to a bowl game, kind of just tell off. Mm. That's why I'm saying they're not that good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, Ohio State gonna get upset by uh, Nebraska tonight. Nope. No. I mean, these are the type of letdown games Ohio State has. So. I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. They did. They did lose to Iowa. 
They've lost to Iowa. They've lost to uh, unranked Purdue. They lose these type of games. It's a road game for them. I don't know. I'm a little bit more, I have a little bit more faith in Justin Fields. I feel like if the only reason I would say um, this game would be a losable game for them is because it's a trap game and they play Michigan State next week. Exactly. Looking past them. But the only reason I would say they wouldn't be looking past them is because College Game Day was there. So it would be like considered a bigger game. One thing I will say, the fact that they play uh, Penn State right before they play Michigan, that's going to be tough. That's, yeah. I don't think we talked about that yet. That's going to be something for them to overcome. But if they do beat Penn Schedules State, get tight. they're going to take that over. They're going to take that out on Michigan State. You know, uh, Michigan State. And the last game of the week. Um, Wait, who Alabama. you got in Mississippi State and Auburn? Yeah, I was going to say, we didn't even talk about those those Ward uh, cats, whatever they call them. <laughs> Mississippi State's not that good. Um, I hate to say it, but I have to go with Auburn. They're not that, I mean, Mississippi State ain't that good. This is really the game that don't deserve much dialect. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, Auburn is Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying Auburn is at home. I think this is this game. Auburn could definitely lose this game, figuring that they only won by eight against Texas Tech last Texas A and M last week. After I don't think there's a big difference between Texas A and M and Mississippi State, and Auburn is still the same Auburn team. So Auburn could definitely end up losing this game tonight. So I felt like we should like acknowledge it because. Mississippi State probably will make this game close. This game is probably going to be a three to six point difference. I'm going to go with Auburn because it's at a, it's a night game in Auburn. But Mississippi State is definitely not giving this one up easily. Yeah, I don't um, I don't see Auburn running away with this. It's, I see it being a field goal game, just like that Oregon game. Then, I mean, not a, like that wasn't a field goal game, but it was basically a field goal. But I'm saying like um, it's gonna be one of those walk off wins for them. And I don't, the only, I feel like the fact that they play uh, Florida next week in Florida, that's gonna that's gonna mess with it. They're gonna be kind of tight. They're gonna be like, all right, let's get to next week. Let's just not lose this game, so we can go in there undefeated, and that's gonna get them. And I, I'm. I'm leaning towards Mississippi State the more I'm talking about it because uh, Mississippi State recently has proven that they can beat bigger name teams. They definitely beat LSU by 31 points not too long ago. And I remember they beat Florida when they was on top. So let's let's not just act like Mississippi State isn't a good team. They just they don't have the same talent they had back then, but they still have talent. Man, this is the same Mississippi State team that lost to Kansas State, who had who plays in the Big Twelve where defenses are non-existent. So, that's all I, I understand that's that, but they only lost by one touchdown. And hey, man. they're not the best team in the world, so it's not like a surprise that they lost to Kansas State. Like, and it's Auburn we're talking about. They're not world beaters. They almost lost to Texas A and M. So 
Come on now. <laughs> they almost <laughs> lost to Oregon. He doesn't play defense either. So, okay. I mean, I feel like this is the, um, like, pretty much every other game, a battle of two not that good teams. And I feel like this is this might be the game where Auburn's be, where Auburn being not that good catches up with it. <clears throat> it's not this week, probably next week, definitely. Because this is a 3.30 CBS game. And nobody likes 3.30 CBS game. <laughs> Speaking of 3.30 CBS games, <laughs> uh, today we got Alabama and Ole Miss. Um, I mean, I still think Ole Miss is uh, coming off of all those suspensions and that, um, what you call that, uh, probation? Yeah. Basically, um, I think... It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It could be close early, where Alabama pulls away in the second half. Hey, still an SEC defense. We we get everybody's best shot, but I feel like we're gonna pull away in the end, like we did last week. Hey man, all uh, I know is last year Alabama Jerry Judy had a Jerry Judy had a coming out party against some old Miss BBs. <laughs> so um. Let's just not let that happen again this year. Yeah. I mean, let's uh, just it's let probably going to happen again. again. So, um, yeah. Uh, damn, much. Ole Miss coach anymore. Ole Miss do not have the talent. No, he was Mississippi State coach. Alan Mullen was Mississippi Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze is who you're talking about. I mean, Hugh, I mean, yeah. Hugh Freeze is, um, he's still not there, though. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Hugh Freeze yeah. isn't there no more. Yeah, Hugh Freeze isn't there. Team isn't the same that beat Alabama those previous years. Those previous years, and Alabama is at home, like and they have Tua. So this is not the same Alabama team that Ole Miss usually come around and upset. Um, I think Alabama is gonna roll over Ole Miss. Probably not gonna be close. Ole Miss probably. I mean, Alabama close game is probably not coming until they play LSU. So I don't think Alabama is a 37 point favorite on today against Ole Miss. And I think they're gonna win like 44 to 3, honestly. <laughs> I can see that as well though. <laughs> it has it did happen last year. So. You, you had just had to bring up the fact that we lost to them. Right. I, I mean we could we could throw we could bring up the fact yeah, that y'all didn't, y'all didn't lost the old miss year. Y'all lost back to back season. Are within the three. OJ Howard was living his best life, not having to deal with me not liking him those two years, and now you got to bring it back up. Nothing. All I'm saying is, uh, nobody brought up the fact that Ole Miss beat um, Florida when Tim Tebow was there. Nobody was even saying anything about Ole Miss winning games. All we was talking about was the game today. That's all. He said Ole Miss beat Florida yeah, when Tim Tebow was there. When he started crying and yeah. Remember, that's how the plaque. speech got written. Yeah. He if it wasn't that, for Ole Miss, there would never be no plaque outside of the game. Remember where I was okay. when that game happened. I was the a promise came after. <laughs> the promise came after that, and then we won a national championship. So Ole Miss sparked. Something legendary for Florida. Ole Miss just beat y'all. It's a difference. We won the national championship. We won. We won the national championship after we beat Ole Miss one year. So I ain't hearing that. <laughs> the year we beat Clemson in the national championship, we won. 
national championship team. But Ole Miss beat us twice. We made it to the playoffs twice, and they didn't do anything. <laughs> but they beat y'all. Their whole season was made just by beating y'all. Cool. They also like lost to Arkansas on a um, Hail Mary that year, too. Remember that uh, backwards pass there? And they got that long first down. <laughs> That's how we ended up. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's this, con- this concludes another episode of your favorite podcast. If you want to hear more about college football, check out our other episodes. Make sure you follow me on all social media at Rob Was There. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. <laughs> yes, make sure you follow me, Kevin, on Instagram at Sean Kevo. Also, follow my music page at Vice City underscore Kevo. Uh, you at it. Listen to my song. It's on all screen, on all music streaming platforms, Spotify, Pandora, Tidal, whatever that you use. Just make sure you check it out. Also, check out Sale Thoughts on SoundCloud at Vice City dash Kevo. Thank you. And this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy 11. You can follow our sports pages on Facebook and Instagram at not another sports podcast and on Twitter at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. And uh, roll time. Go, go Gators. Cats.